How's it going, everybody? This is uh, My Dumb Friends Podcast. Uh, I'm Sean Donnelly. I'm sitting here with my co-host, Dan St. Germain. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, ho. In an episode he's, that's going to air in February, <laughs> I just realized. He's wearing a Christmas hat. And Lisa Traeger, everybody. Hi. That's our guest for the day. Yeah. So pumped to be here. Uh, you've seen Lisa on the half hour on Comedy Central. Also, you did, we did Adam Devine at the same time, didn't we? Yeah, we same were episode, same episode. We? Yeah, uh, Comedy Central, and you know her from just performing all over the country. What, what, is, what was that? I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, I'm this in. is only the second time I've met Dan. The first oh, really? time I met you, you had breadcrumbs in your hair. <laughs> That's about right. That sounds about right. Stand up, stand up New York. Was and that then nice you, at least? Was the first time we met on Adam Devine? For sure, I'm sure. It must have been, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did I have breadcrumbs in my hair? <laughs> they had barbecue sauce on my shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but there were a lot of snacks. That was my first TV thing. So yeah, same with me. There was so many snacks and trailers, and I had the best time ever. <laughs> um, that really was like the, this year they taped it in Hawaii. Uh, was it good? I don't well, know. I didn't the go. Well, the fun story is Josh Johnson, a Chicago comic who lives in New York now, got Adam Devine's house party, and they flew out the wrong Josh Johnson to Hawaii, who lives in Texas. Get the fuck out of so here. So what do they do? Uh, I guess Texas is going to be on it. They didn't fly out the one that they wanted originally. So wow. then after all these people that are like vetted and auditioned. That's and have crazy. Set, just some random dude. So What the fuck? Really? Yeah, I got to go to Hawaii. <laughs> so someone else made this joke where he was probably like, oh, they found me. It's just like such a crazy... Uh, like he didn't Did audition he do good? anything. Um, I don't know. I heard he was annoying, but I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. I got kicked out of the NYC Lady Comics. Facebook a, there was group. an NYC Lady Comics Facebook group, and they were shitting out? on. They were shitting on Kurt, I think, right? Yes. And Lisa told told Kurt, "Hey, they're shitting on you in this group." And then and he's like, "How do you know?" He's like, "Well, I'm part of the group." And then the group just turned on you, right? And they were like, "What the fuck?" Well, they didn't. Know. So what happened was the thing is, what did, yeah, what did they? Think? My big issue right yeah. now with like the women articles and our women funny and it sucks to be a woman and all of these things yeah, that are yeah. annoying is like, are you a comic? <laughs> Write a fucking joke about it. Yes. Post something funny. Do a tweet. Like yeah, these yeah. essays are just like <laughs> it's not. If Kurt Metzger is annoying you, act like a comic. Tell him to fuck off. Make fun of him on stage. Get on his podcast and argue with him. Like, yeah, yeah, stop yeah. being a pussy. Right. right. Playing victim. Absolutely. Because it's not a gender thing. It's a comic thing, and you're a bad comic if you don't <laughs> yeah, know yeah, how to yeah, handle yeah. yourself. It's, just, it's easy. In a funny manner. Absolutely. Well, here's the thing: is like nobody wants to. Everybody. It's very easy to go after a comic who says something. Like there's been controversial. Yeah, but they found like thousands of files of child porn in the CIA, like in the in some of the computers. I'm trying to, but nobody <laughs> like there's been like five articles written about that because that's going after an institution. You know what I mean? So it's a lot easier to take Wait, down somebody. The CIA computers. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull it up. Wait, this but. took a very left turn. <laughs> you want to talk about comics, and then now we're talking about the CIA had kitty porn on uh, the computers. Maybe it wasn't. Hopefully they were just looking. For no, all I'm so saying is I agree with that it was mindset. It's a thing of like. He gave me unsolicited advice and this and that and blah, blah, blah. We need to get him fired. Our voices are stronger than his. Everyone needs to get on Twitter. And it's like, right. Start it's acting like, like comics. What are you trying to get somebody fired for? You're so acting much, like comics. They need to hire real feminists. So I just took a screenshot because I knew I was going to see Kurt that day. And I was like, you got to see what's going on. <laughs> and I just showed it to him and all these other messages. And then Megan texts me. She goes, do you see what's happening? And I go on it. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, they're talking about me. She goes, I knew it. I knew no one would else would do that. <laughs> and basically, everyone was like, there's a rat among. Us, someone, you know, this Whoa. is a, there's over 400 people in this group. You're Holy an idiot. Shit, really? I talked about my rape on here. How dare you? you know, just all of this stuff. 
And so That's I was, great. So everyone was like, stand up for yourself, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, I'm not going to be a pussy here. So I wrote this art, this thing that I was just like, it was me. Um, I did it. I honestly didn't think it was going to be a big deal, but I really could care less. And if you spent less time on this bitching and doing jokes, it would be better. And I said this thing about like standing up for yourself, being a funny comic, stop giving attention, stop wasting time, go work harder. You don't. And I just wrote this thing. I'm like, stop being fucking victims and you're making all women look bad and you're making people with actual issues. Um, you're diminishing it. Right. You're diminishing the actual yeah. problems that are happening. Absolutely. And then it was just like, you're, <laughs> my favorite was, how dare you say we're victims? We're not victims. But I was a victim when I was raped at 16. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And then, it was, and then a lot of it was like, what did you get from telling Kurt? What, do you get to suck his dick and get a job on Amy Schumer's show? And it was just oh like, I'm not doing this for First anything. First off, do, like, does anyone know how any of those shows, like you get hired another, on those shows? Yeah, also, like, here's the child porn article. If anyone wants to check it out. We'll about that after. They're, right. just, they're like, segue. you just, you want, I can't believe you sold out a bunch of women for male attention. You will never get a career when people know you're like this. And I'm like, I don't need to do anything to have a career that is any of these weird things. Like, yeah. that was never in my mind. Kurt's a pal you know, of mine. I respect him. Who were some him. of the comedians who called you out? Well, you don't have to say that. Well, what was annoying is the people that were on my side. Like, I got a few likes on my post, but a lot of people sent me private messages and texts. They wouldn't say anything. And I was like, that's annoying. But who, it, You can't say who came after I get, you? Um, this girl, Liv Livia, I don't know. It was just like people I've never seen out. Like, that's Livia the thing. Who? I have no idea. I know who it was. And then Lydia there was Scott. someone with oh, there yeah, was someone yeah. with a shortened name. Oh, one person. Cisco. No, but like <laughs> <laughs> someone no. clearly had an issue with me because they're like Cisco. They're like, I can't believe you waltz in new in town and think you know everything. And I was like, Well, I've never heard of you, and you clearly already have an issue with me. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, right. Because exactly. I'm having any success. Yeah. So, uh, but here's the thing: it's undeniable. You can't you can't argue with what you're saying. You're right. If you they did they got funnier, it would this wouldn't be an issue. No. And that's, that's why this fun. article, like for Vice, someone wrote an article. It was like, "Why being a woman comic sucks," and then put my video of me doing stand up in the article. And I'm like, "I've never agreed to that." You know, <laughs> just you know that's what I mean? That's fucked up. Did you do anything about it? No, because in my head, I was just like, "What? I'm gonna do? I'm gonna write a think piece? I'm I've, I'm busy. Yeah, I have right. four sets tonight. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, right, that's right. what I'm doing. Sorry." Yeah, but I get it. If you don't agree with the fucking thing, what, is it a joke anyone that pertained that, to the Anyone topic? that posted it on my wall and was like, did you see this? How cool? I was like, I disagree with this. I don't agree. So I wrote, anyone that brought it to my attention, I made sure they knew I disagreed with it. But like, you know, we're the whole thing is like we're individuals. So why are you just writing it? Women. It's yeah. Like, no, right. we're people. We're people. Like, what are you doing? I feel like uh, another comic that we like a lot is Emily Heller. And I think Emily Heller is like that too. I don't think Emily, Emily Heller, I think, has... Similar views where she's like, I'm just a comic, not a female comic. Right, yeah. I mean, everyone, I would say that. It's, it's kind of insulting to say here's the thing. I have a story. I'm not saying that there's certain parts to it yeah. that are not related to being on stage that can be hard, like that, that I've seen. I saw, literally, I was doing a show when Ochi's Lounge was open. I, there was a show. The Ochi's? The Ochi's Lounge, <laughs> when comics was open. It was right. downstairs. And there was a show where... Uh, this girl comic went up, and then the host, she was done. The, girl, the host was like, give it up for the beautiful, whatever. That's another thing. Being called the beautiful at a comedy club, that would, that would annoy the shit out of me if I was a Unless they're comic. black, then I'm like, you yeah. don't know better. <laughs> but like, okay. then she, girl comes back to me, and I was like, hey, great set. And then the host is like, I you know I have a secret to tell you. I, I have a crush on that last comic we just, uh, like, almost really in that. It gets worse. He goes, I think that last comic should have to come up here and give me a kiss. Uh. For that. And I was like, 
what the fuck? And then he wouldn't stop. Like one of those things where people take it too uh, far and they wouldn't stop. So literally it got to the point where the girl had to go back up and say something. We've, and we've before, actually and, been... And, she, no, and she turns to me and she goes, do male comics ever have to go to this? I'm like, you're absolutely right. That's fucked up. But being on stage is different from that. That's offstage, stupid, yeah. politic bullshit. Being on stage, yeah. is, you're funny, you're funny. It's not going to be, you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't really, I don't know. I just don't even think about it, but I don't have to. You don't think about it. White male comedian who's straight, so I'm killing it. Um, (laughs) But uh, The weird things are just like, um, I like, you can't really talk about outfits. Like when you're on the road with dudes, like no one has bobby pins or extra hair ties and stuff like that. I don't know. There's actual issues. Like my friend was uh, on the road with a dude. I will say this, that's different with LA comics. There's a lot of LA comics who dress Real fucking well. Like I've noticed, like it's very different. Oh, like there. dudes, you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'll be like, oh, that's coordinated. Like I'm <laughs> like, that's crazy. There are a couple. Of, I think Michael Che is very well dressed. Yeah, he's, he's well one dressed. of my favorite um, male Ricky, dressed Ricky, comedians. Yes, yeah. Ricky Valdez is isn't my well. style, but he, I think, I puts ma- he some outfits to together. Make fun of his pants. Those pants were awful. No, they're, they're very, they're very fashionable. But what else are you gonna do when you have such skinny legs? <laughs> you know what I mean? He do. He does. Yeah. I mean, I just don't like, why would I dress up? Like, I'm not going to look like a slob, but it's like not about me. I'm not going to look better than the girl I'm going out with. I just want to, yeah. I just, my thing is I just want to cover myself as much as possible. <laughs> oh, if I could so wear like layers. a fucking not- shawl, it would be amazing. <laughs> when I like, talked about the get, future. Oh, like, you could torches. totally get away with wearing a poncho. I what about a, a moo-moo like Homer Simpson in that episode <laughs> of The Simpsons? That'd be great. I wash myself with a red. My son! Skin. I want my son! <laughs> <laughs> You could be Honey Boo Boo's mom if you yeah, really wanted to. Fucking monster, that now, bitch is. all right, let's go back to this because what's the article that you have? This is actually anyway, interesting. Oh, it's a CIA article. There's, there, I mean, like it, it, we've gone down these wormholes before, and I, I'm not gonna. We you, just you brought it up. I know, I know. I'm, I'm fucking calling myself out. It's just we've talked about child rape on like ten podcasts. I know. And I, I brought it up, and I brought sounds... it up. We talked about child rape last episode. I love um, Law and Order SVU. So and do I. I don't know if Mateo has ever done this. So Mateo's just Mateo like a did sweet. Do it, yeah. Okay. What did he do? So oh, the podcast. Yeah, yeah so like we'll be on the road together, and I always just want to watch SVU in hotels, yeah. and he is horrified with me. I'll be it's like, "Then the children, she was found in the dumpster, but she's actually it's incest and incest." And he's like, um, "Just change it!" <laughs> like he just like cannot. Handle I cannot. Uh, so I love it. I'll message I you it. like a whole link of documentaries that'll fuck you up if that's what you're into. I. It's really it well. Sucks. Do you like that, or do you like the level of SVU where it's like show busy type stuff like that, where it's like. That's not real. That's not stuff I watch. Real. Yeah, like, the, the shit that he watches is like you're, it'll turn your fucking. Stomach. I'm definitely gonna watch the documentary about the FLDS and like. Yeah, yeah, I read uh, that. I'll do I've that. Read, watch that. That's yeah, good. What's that one? And I read Sam Brownback's book about it. Uh, Prophet's Prey, which talks about him trying to yeah. infiltrate. And it's he's, a, still, he's still he's oh. still keeping the, these people on lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Like you're still Jeffs's? Yeah, like no one can get married since he's not there to marry them, but his elders can fuck whoever. It's just like fuck. He's raped a lot. And he yeah. also um he said uh what did he st- I love Rickles. <laughs> <laughs> he said uh but he did. There's a recording of him in prison going, I'm a false prophet. I'm not real. Is there really? Yeah. 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 Yep. So he he knows. he knows. You think it broke him? You think that's what happened? Yeah, of course. I'm sure Prison people have him. raped him in there. You think he got fucked with? I'm sure. I'm yeah. hope, I hope he did. Uh, he's probably under protective custody right now. Oh, yeah, sh- yeah, yeah. Then maybe, I mean, there's no way that the guards wouldn't let someone at him, too. How old of a guy is he in, like, his 60s? It, he paid off. A lot of those guys are so corrupt. Uh, is he, like, 60-something? Um, he's late 50s, I think. He looks uh, a lot older, but he's late 50s. He's been around forever. They, that whole thing's yeah. been going on. 
You know what's funny? This is a woman. That, like once um, Rickles started humping my leg, I oh, was like, I was like, I was like, oh, I shouldn't have pet him earlier. <laughs> I, like legit, I was like, I just I pet him too much. Fault. Oh my god, that speaks. It was goes, my fault. Uh, he goes for guys too. Like he'll hump me in the middle of the night. Yeah, I know. It's not as but women. It's worse. But. <laughs> I, I guess has, I look like Bonnie Hunt his, or something. He has, like, he has his issues. <laughs> Um, but what was the CIA thing? Just tell me what it was. We don't have to get into it. They just it. found thousands and thousands of uh, child porn on, on CIA mainframe computers. That's all. Just hopefully they it was it's an undercover thing and they're like no, getting it from people. I mean, they are just. Well, no that's my. Yeah. Did you hear about what? You ever hear about that NBC thing that was um, Vincent D'Onofrio? You, know, you watch Criminal Intent? I like Criminal Intent too. No. You don't like it as much? pretty cute. But yeah. <laughs> well, they had a thing once who's where. Joke, I like a living that? victim. Who was whose joke? Vincent D'Onofrio joke where Vincent D'Onofrio looks like a confused dog. All the time, I forget. <laughs> I forget. Maybe that was Andrew the Dickerson. Poor man's Mark Andrew, Ruffalo. Andrew Dickerson. Remember Andrew Dickerson? Poor fat man's what? Andrew Dickerson. Yeah, he was a blast from the past. Good guy. Good guy. Good guy. Uh, <laughs> we did like mics with him when we first started. Um, so wait, no. But Vincent D'Onofrio, they had an HR thing for people who worked for NBC, and he was in it because he was working on Criminal Intent at the time. And they told him, okay, you know, you got to watch. You can't. Obviously, there's no porno on the computer. Whatever they were saying about, you know, the safeguards of the, they were putting blocks on like sites for the computers. Yeah. And he argued that what if you're an actor that's researching for a role and you're playing a pedophile and you have to look up kitty porn on the, on the computer? <laughs> oh my God. Something did crazy. Like he had like a Pete meltdown. Townsend did. He had like a meltdown in this meeting. Like, and then they like had to be escorted out or something. It was like what kind ago. of melt? Like pissed that he was. He was pissed that they, they, yeah, like he was pissed that he had, they were restricting his access to the computer because of research or whatever. Oh. And he freaked out. Yeah, but he's known for being like an odd guy, I think. Yeah, but it's like, I think there's other ways to research being a child pedophile without looking at child porn. Those sweet kids in the playground. (laughs) (laughs) He also, I think, yeah, just getting in tune with your own, uh, not that this is a, it's obviously a crime, but. There's got to be something that. There's got to be something else you can do. Be I think he's just Dude, there's like there's thing like if you look at like we were just talking about Jared Fogel the last episode. Yeah. But if you talk about like like uh, like you hear him talking to this girl about like what they're gonna do with kids and shit, and then like you say it's like, fucked up. Yeah, of course. But when we, right. like, right. Sorry. like, like uh, of course. But like I'm saying like if if you took that and replaced it with just girls of like normal age or something like that, you'd be like, oh, this is how everyone dirty talks, and that's when you realize like. Oh, this is like just a horrible lot to draw. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, like oh. no one chooses they're a pedophile. Like you are like, oh, this is just what you fucking got geared toward because you were molested. You should be castrated. Right? Exactly. I agree. I agree that most people should. I think there should be forced uh, castrations, or you know, um, what's the what's the where you neutralize or where you neutralize Steril- can of sterilization. Sterilization. So yeah, but that's not a popular. But that's Holy the only thing that will that's work. Really Unless sterile. they know how to take parts of your brain out. But yeah. I don't think you can... Um, oh, lobotomy is a little bit... Get much, out but. of that. Uh, I don't think it's like... what's. The, I don't think it's like drug addiction where like you could rehabilitate and then not no. do drugs. I really feel like... Your se- sex is sex. It's bad. Oh, you can't? There's no, there's a, but there's a section of your brain that controls sex. Well, there was one SVU ending that was like really twisted. You know, Which like one? One, got, one of the kids got also, off. Also, the newer he ones suck. I know I went back, um, but now that Belzer and Cragen are gone, it's just like yeah. What you know? What was the What was the episode? Sorry. Um, the like a young teen boy got off because he proved that he was a sex addict, and then he went into a sex addict like center, and then got brutally raped by one of the guards, and then the guards was like, "Sorry, I'm a sex addict. I just can't help it." And it was this thing of like dun dun, and that was the end, you know. Oh yeah. So it's like, what do you do now? You he got you know. Yeah. Right. It was was that one. 
I think this, there was one episode with Kyle McLaughlin. Do you remember that episode? That's uh, one of the best ones. Fun actor. Great yeah, actor. He's great. With the kid, when like one kid shoots the other kid. With a dick. One <laughs> <laughs> kid shoots cum all over the other kid's face. Yeah. Uh, I have a, there's a bunch of episodes I've seen like 15 times yeah, each. Yeah, some are my... Ari Grainer, who's like a fun comedic yeah. actress now, she's in one of my favorites where she played a twisted girl that like made her boyfriend rape her sister and her sister got syphilis and then she got shot. Yeah, I remember that one. Like all... That's, yeah, that's that was an fucked intense up. one. Yeah. What about yeah. the one where the girl is pretending she's like 16 when she's actually like 32 yes. years old? The yes. redhead? The shows are so cheesy every time I Super watch Super cheesy, it. but it's so much fun to watch. Yeah. So, There's so, so much good TV all, to watch. Yeah, but, yeah, but I, I watch it all. I really don't have you other watch all. things. What's your, uh, what's your favorite show? So, like, right now, I finished Scream Queens, loved it. I'm watching yeah. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I'm watching Shark Tank. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I'm rewatching good. Louie right now. I watched Simpsons, Seinfeld, Sex in the City, Before Bed, always. One of those. Shark yeah. Tank is unbelievable. Um, what else did I just... Am I watching... Yeah, I watch a lot of Fargo and Veep are next for me, I think. Fargo's terrific. Fargo season two is amazing. Yeah, I can't wait. I watch a lot Veep's of shows. Great. But I've seen Six Feet Under. I mean, I've done it all. I've done the breaking. I, I, so I watch a lot. Six Feet Under. Like, oh, it's my like, favorite. Really? The, backgr- uh, the background on my phone, I went to go visit the house outside of California. Oh, cool. Yeah, I just hate every character on it. <laughs> I uh, think that that's my thing. Where I'm just like, oh my really? God, they're you so would- unlikable. Oh, I, I think that. my Michael C. Hall's character, David is very likable. Yeah, He's struggle. I, just never well, I think, got uh, and the first few seasons, but I like the leftovers. First few seasons, at that, least the, so. the main son is the one that starts it off. What's his name? What's the guy's name? He was in Sports Center. The main guy. What's Mike? Yeah, uh, oh, he's in. He was in. He's a, Peter Krause. But Peter Krause. Yeah. I think he. In, Nate. 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 Yeah, I think he's great. I kind of no. I did like his character. Yeah, I, I watched think. him in Parenthood. I mean, I I watch like I've I finished. Uh, Transparent too already. I mean, I watched. Oh, is it good? I love the first season. It's amazing. I'm gonna, I watch. I'm gonna rewatch it. Again. I'm gonna watch it. I'll watch it. It's again. really uncomfortable. There are some uncomfortable scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is there sinners in it? That's an uncomfortable scene right now. Uh, you make it uncomfortable. Scene. You know, just like old people fucking is always pretty unnerving. You know, what was yeah. that? What was that show on HBO where it was like real fucking that Adam Scott was on? Um, oh, tell me I love you. Tell me I love you. And there was a fucking scene of the. I couldn't watch more than one episode because the end of one episode is an old lady just like deep throating her husband. <laughs> oh. and I was supposed to say they have a healthy sex yeah, relationship. Yeah, was a therapist. Yeah. yeah, like look, they're still doing it. And I'm like, oh, oh. You know, it's just like oh, I can't, I can't. You know? Getting on has a lot of that. Uh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. I love that show. Yeah, that was. Great. There's just so much great television. So I feel like I, since I watch all the good stuff, like I'm gonna watch F as for family, Bill Burr's cartoons. Soon. Oh, I gotta watch that. Yeah. Um, that means I can watch my Real Housewives, my Keeping Up with the Kardashians, all of that yeah. because I you do the other one. L A. It sucks because you can't really. I I read a lot less now because I don't. I'm in a car. Yeah, I just started reading uh, Colin Quinn's book, and that's is that been good. Really, yeah, it got me. The I'm book not I'm a reader. Now so. is so fucking depressing that it's like it's been taking me like two months to get through. I'll read what twenty are, pages. It's Naomi that? Klein's new book about the environment, and oh, it's yeah. all like every single one. They're like, you think that socialists would be better at this, but they're not too. And it's like, <laughs> and then it's like ten pages on how every single fucking country is just ruining our environment and she she's so smart that she like details it in a way that you're like this is devastating like yeah, i can't deal with this yeah people are gross anymore. and we've well, done gross i started things. watching the buzzer channel 
What's yeah. that? That's great. It's, that's, that's what Super Password was on. Dan got mad at me because oh. I was watching Super Password. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't even know what that I, is. It's, it's a 1980s game show. 1980s game show where like they say they give you a clue and then you have to guess the password. Oh, it's brutal. It's awesome. And he's like, he's like, go write something. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this show is unbelievable. Buzzer Channel is this channel that I pick up with my HD antenna and it has all old game shows on it. Mm-hmm. And one thing I realized is that back in the day, they used to have like actual old people, real people on these game shows. It wasn't like it is now right. the cast for the game shows. It was like these real boring yeah. old people on these they game shows. They cast for game shows. I guess they have to. Yeah, right? they cast for game shows. And then around Super Password, that's when it started getting like, you could see there were a lot of actors on it and shit like that. What's his so name? Who's the like, game show like, killer? Like Matt, what? Who's the game show killer? Ronnie, uh, what's his name? Game show killer, Ronnie... Did you guys watch when Judy Tenuto was always a guest? It was like six people. It no. was like a match thing. That was, I used to Hollywood watch Squares? That. No. No, but I watched that too. No, they have match game. Uh, maybe it was a match. Was that an updated match game? I don't remember, but I used to watch that all the time. They have match game 78 on Buzzer right now. <laughs> you love Buzzer. I love it. Buzzer is unbelievable. Well, there was one channel on the antenna, and I got the nanny, and the nanny was on one in the morning and one thirty every night, and it was like such a blessing in my life, but they changed. It's not the nanny anymore. <laughs> well, I fucking did. I like volunteered at this place that the daughter from the nanny was working at. Okay. She came in like, I don't know if it's true. She came in like sobbing and was having like guy issues. Uh, I don't know. It's rough sucks. to be a former child star. That's what I'm trying to say. Which uh, girl, the blonde headed girl? No, she was like the young one, I uh, think. Uh, Ronnie Al- Alcala. Remember him? He was the guy, he was a game show killer. But what does that oh. mean? He, he was a serial killer, but he was on the dating oh. show. Oh, that's right. He was on a dating show. And I then thought- they finally <laughs> murdered all these women. Finally. Finally. <laughs> he finally murdered all these women. Yeah. <laughs> no, what about the other one? The other killer, uh, the talk show killer. He was on Jenny Jones, and then he like. Oh, oh he yeah. That his friend, his guy friend, had a crush oh, on. And then him. he killed that guy. Killed that guy. That's more understandable than this guy. This guy was a serial killer. Jenny uh, Jones. Yeah, true. Yeah. I, I remember loved. Jenny Jones. Bad she was a stand up. You know that, that show after no. that. They, it went down, yeah. But my favorite was, my, like, teens behaving badly, my teens a slut. Like, just bad teens were my favorite. Yes. Yeah. Those are the Boot best camp. ones. I call my mom a, a bitch, yeah. a whore. Like, I love it. Yeah. There's and nothing better. And they're always better. really chubby with uh, with small shirts on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They always have these, like, their shirts are way too I tiny. I fuck for a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> I think that should be the name of your memoir. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've, I've tried. To, I watched all the old Oprah clips with the Nazis lately. <laughs> where, oh, they yeah, had that with Geraldo Rivera. I mean, yeah, for the yeah. second time meeting you in the first, you're like a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Child poor Nazis, CIA murders. <laughs> yeah, I forget uh, what. Yeah, yeah, that was that was crazy. Those ones. Like Are you she did this. So episode. much fun working on Nikki's show. It is really fun. Yeah, I loved what that clip with the lie detector was. So it's funny. Really fun. Um, we got some more of that kind of stuff coming this way. I don't know what I'm able to spoil, but... Yeah, probably not a lot, um, but you're having a good time. And I love Emmy Blotnick, one of my a favorites. Good, yeah, Emmy's great. It's, it's nice to hang out with her. I haven't talked to her since... It, it won't be it won't be spoiling so, if you say um, it now, because this isn't coming out till February. So. Yeah, well, no, because it the could episode be might not be season. Oh. Tom, let me tell you how TV works, all right? <laughs> this is a very inside baseball okay. conversation. But yeah, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. Everybody on it's really fun, and... Um, you know, Nikki's the greatest. Yes. So, and her boyfriend's great. And Chris McGuire's great. Everybody's great. I mean, is what, it what hard? these people are trying to tell you is they're in show business. Well, no, yeah. I, my thing is, is <laughs> yeah. it, this is you're the most show business. <laughs> what? Is it, you're a stand up. And is it hard to have to use your brain mentally to write? I was a head writer people? for a show before that. Oh, and you then, were? Yeah, on True, a Jamie Lee show. I was oh, okay. And I was in development. I mean, I was writing. 
shows for Fox that never got made. I wrote two for Fox, and then show for Comedy Central. Oh, so you're always made. just writing. I was, yeah. I did. I do both. So. Okay. Um, showbiz, baby. Showbiz. <laughs> well, let's talk about this child rape. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, it's, yeah. She's great. But I know what nice. you're saying. You're it's saying nice. doing that all day, writing on a show all day. It sucks. My, doing stand up at night has got to be difficult because you're burnt tough. out. My, I'm burnt out a lot, and like. You know, I did my half hour probably like two and a half or almost three years ago now, and I should have like I almost have like I have like a new forty I think, but you know because I'm writing so much with other shit, it's harder to generate right. newer shit. But I've been like trying to like get. It's on also it. from what that, I can. That's what stems everything else stems from stand. From what I can tell, it's really out there is a factor because. You you hustle a lot and you try to get as many spots as you can, but that adds up to like one, maybe two spots a night. Yeah, I mean, it's like I come here and it's like I have four spots a night. It's easy as fuck. But like next month, I've been able to still at least keep like thirty spots a month for the most. Which month. is which ah. for LA is like that's unheard. I think that's unheard yeah, of. Yeah, but that's and also that's you road like shit. and that's you. Oh, also road shit. That's, yeah, that's county which, road stuff. Which is a bunch. That's forty five minutes a show and yeah. You know. yeah. But yeah, from like all the, I don't know about you, but all the stories I hear from people, it's always like, oh, if you want to keep doing stand up out in LA, it can be really fucking hard well, to I'm do only that. I'm doing 10 spots next month out there. Which That's is what I'm saying. Crazy yeah, me. if you're doing weekends and stuff, that kind of helps it because right. I don't know if you can do that right now because of the show, but weekends help it because you're doing, you're doing almost an hour. No, I had to cancel I was doing a couple an hour weekends. In Dayton. What? I had to cancel a couple because of the show. Yeah, yeah. That's what sucks. But if um, you, if the weekends, I think, kind of make up for like you get your fill for. Well, whatever. I tell you, the one good thing is you appreciate it way more. Like when you're on a show that's just decent, you're fucking psyched. Right. Like yeah. if you go to a stand up show and it's de- not even great, you're just like, wow, great. They're listening. <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of shows like LA, there's shows I do now that I haven't done. Like in New York, I wouldn't do them. Like because I, I was able to be like, well, I can do better shows. But LA, I'll be like, yeah, I'll do a fucking bowling alley show, sure. I just yeah. need to get out. And those are dog shit, and it really doesn't help you. Um, uh, I think it does. I think it does. does. I think yeah, it, you gotta, especially since it's the only ones out there. That's yeah, going on. It's different, man. It's different out there. It's harder to work stuff out there. And every other city in New York or Boston or Chicago, you can go up with an unfinished bit, and people are like, all right, I'll listen and see where it's going. LA, pol- polished will kill harder than anywhere else. Like, if you have good polish in L.A., it'll kill harder than New York, Chicago, whatever. Well, because they're not used to it. Well, yeah, and it's a showcase <laughs> town, too. But if you bring out something that you're like, hey, what do you got? You know what I mean? Like, okay. they fucking, they can smell it, you know? They can smell you, it being, it being, you being vulnerable. Yeah, I gotta be honest, I thought it was the opposite of that. I thought it was all certain, certain old shows. I thought there. they were all about personality. I, I they're all about, like, hey, well, I don't give a shit, and this is what's coming out of my brain. Well, I know, but everyone's different. Yeah. This is um so this is back to you know I like I know that you like tortured children. So yeah, when yeah. Uh, <laughs> when I was in 5th grade, uh one of my classmates got kidnapped straight oh up God. like his dad owned money so someone came to their house and stole this kid. Whoa. And he was taken for like Did you know three the kid? Days. Yeah, yeah. So later in high school, I remember it was 420 and we all skipped school to smoke weed all day. And I was so high, and I was just like, oh, my God, Josh, remember when you got kidnapped? And I started, like, <laughs> laughing. And, and he like, was like, he was, like, he was like, Lisa, that was the worst moment of my life. <laughs> what the fuck? And then it hit me, but, like, at the time, I just was like, I couldn't believe how funny it was, and yeah. he was not having it. That- <laughs> it like, Wait, ruined how his old were you at that point? In high school? We were in fifth grade, and this was in high school, yeah. Huh? That's fucking funny. <laughs> and do you, mem- do you, you remember the time that he got kidnapped? Yeah, it was like... Did he get beat up or raped or he anything? He was tied to a chair, but they fed him Burger King. So that was kind of fun. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so that makes it better. Big King. That's a, that's a fantasy of Dan's. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way I can come now. 
And did you like they do anything at the school when it was going on? Like they come and like. Oh yeah, and then we all got talkings too for sure about like not answering the door to strangers. And, right, right. Because he opened the door. Well, what if my yeah. the stranger owes owes, owes my dad money? Uh, and then Josh did like he did a perspective where he was like, "I'm glad it was me and no one else in my family because if it was my sisters, like that would have sucked." Um, they could have gotten raped or whatever. And then with my brother, he's such a hothead, he probably would have, you know, angered that. You know, like, yeah. he did have some perspective where it's like, I'm glad it was me. Do you know how it was resolved? Yeah. They just pay them and they get... Uh, I'm sure the cops... I really don't even remember the details. But yeah. then right. the family... Like, well, the he's here got, right now! No, the parents got divorced. They lost their house. Like, every, you know, the, oh, everything fuck up went the downhill. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you really should know people money when you're uh, when you're a father. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a big, bad move. Yeah. So I wonder if it's like a mafia type thing or something. Yeah, I don't know. They were South American, but oh, Colombian. I think so. Actually, like, that's it. the kidnap kidnapping is like worked into that culture. <laughs> Do you guys you mean poverty? Have <laughs> seen the movie Ransom? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me back my son. That's that was the, scary. I didn't like that movie like that much, but it was like Gary Sinise is really oh, good. He in the thing. Yeah, when he when sees he him, heard he's his like, voice. Yeah. yeah. And then Mel Gibson has that fight in the middle of the fucking... He's like, ah! Mel Gibson fights are the greatest. Yeah. When he breaks his own arm and lethal weapon, right? That's the greatest. When yeah. This location is the shoulder. Yeah. That was my favorite part of, like, Wolf of Wall Street with DiCaprio, that, like, Quaalude scene. I'm like, oh, damn, you are that talented. Awesome. That is, like, insane. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, that movie's great. Just also, the physical. amount of time it takes is so great. Even like watching uh, Kramer, like Kramer, I'm really into this. Like, I'm rewatching all this Seinfeld right now. And... Uh, just physically, it's just inc- like physical acting is so impressive. Oh yeah, it's like insane to pulling watch. Pulling it off and making it funny, like, falling out the wind. It's just falling like, funny what? and falling are two different things. Like yeah. you fall and people are like, are you okay? Or you can fall funny like he does. Yeah, Kramer. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, he, he had now? a whole thing where you know, well, that whole you know thing. Oh, that truth bomb he dropped. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, there's also a thing with him where if you watch the 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 to extras me. from oh. Seinfeld. He talks about how he never broke. He like he's proud that he never broke character. And if you watch the outtakes, you he, you hear him getting like annoyed with them when they break. Like when Elaine laughs, he's like, "Come on, can you just come on?" Like he'll just yeah, like, he's, you hear, he's kind of, well, well, pro or prick? Which one do you mean? That's that's kind of like, come on, dude, fucking relax. It's Seinfeld. It's Seinfeld, exactly. Even though, granted, like you said. It probably all that discipline probably helped it be one of the greatest roles ever. But well, it's like, I yeah. think that like you needed guys like that because you have a bunch of people who can't act. It's the Michael. Oh no, <laughs> you're absolutely right. That's you know? that's what it was. No, but not a bunch. Ones. Elaine's a great. No, I mean, I no, I mean, those three are great. But I'm, I'm no, talking. Seinfeld's, Seinfeld's the only one that really couldn't act. Well, Seinfeld yeah. was the one who couldn't act. Yeah. And that's like a known that was, thing. That and that's why look, guy's smart because look what he did after that. He did no more acting. He did, did voiceover. Yeah, he did voiceover, which he was good at. And then he did fucking his interview show. Yeah, exactly. Billionaire. Yeah, I, I mean Michael Richard, the comedians in cars getting coffee with him. It's like, it's, it's sad, you know. Yeah, yeah. He well, can't he do stand up anymore. He fucked up, but it's like, can you imagine? I mean, I don't think we would do that, but like, can you imagine saying something where everyone's pissed and then you can never do stand up again? No one wants to see. Yeah, he didn't really, really do stand up. Really do stand-up. He did that. it like how somebody who's not in, working in Hollywood yeah, and is famous does no stuff. In that episode of comedians in cars, he is sad. Oh yeah, I think he, he said, is. I, think I mean, it's just we're in a weird, him. we're in a weird culture right now where you really can't fuck up. Appear- it's like it's it's really. I mean, it's the point of like, yeah, dude, Matthew even- Broderick killed somebody drunk driving, and because it wasn't an internet age, no one fucking knows about it. You uh, know? I think that might have fucked him over though, or fucked him up. No, it didn't. No. 
You know, where do you see he him? He has a dude? great career. Matthew Broderick? Matthew Broderick? Are you out this of your mind? This was when he was like 18 or 19. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ferris Bueller yeah. had a great career. Oh, I think he was yeah. after all that. No, this is when he was young. He was with like Tatum O'Neill, oh, I, I think, in the yeah. car, right? We all just got so We got really oh, defensive. Yeah, I know, he's we just SoundCloud commented you. I, meant, like, I thought it was like in the last 15 years. No, this no. is when he was young in Ireland, right, Tom? Yep, yep. Do you know uh, that whole thing that happened? Well, there was a story after the Michael Richards thing happened. Apparently, Spike Ferristein had a book how he said Michael Richards was crazy. He's like imbalanced. And yeah. one time came behind the stage and saw Spike and went, listen, when he walked up to him, I don't know if he grabbed him, walked up real close and goes, listen, I have a gun and I know how to use it. And then he just walked away. Yeah, yeah I mean, this guy's a-, a jerk. No, no, no. Spike Ferristein, they get one of the producer writers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we know now. Well, it's well, about the greatness because, like, Michael Jordan's really known as an asshole. Oh, like, yeah, you were there to catch a pass, you throw it in the, the ball, the back of your head as hard as he could and stuff. And his thing was, like, if I'm working this hard, all of you better be fucking working this yeah, hard. Yeah, but he didn't. It, it was no compassion because no one was going to be as good as him. Well, yeah, so people were working other, that hard. That's the thing. It's like, you're not, you're not, you're working hard, but you also have a lot of God given natural yeah, ability. He's a prick, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking killed well, his father, probably, too. <laughs> yeah. You know, we talked about that once in the podcast. Too. Oh, he did. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know about that, right? Of they think, course. They, yeah, the yeah. gambling debts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're from Chicago, Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. That's also why you don't see him in the public eye that much, Mike Michael Jordan. He's also the most unlikable person. Yeah. Think about it. He definitely would have been a commentator after all that if he. Why, uh, how can he why be a commentator? You, well, I don't know, That's man. a step I'm down. Saying, He's like he is basketball. I know, I know. All right, yeah. take it easy. He does have this quote that I, I'm a, I'm a very cheesy person, so I <laughs> screenshot quotes all the time and just go through them. They really just help me. But he has one, but it's like, no, I don't believe. Somebody it. wrote it for him. Yeah, it's just like about being great, um, like being a nice person. And I'm like, come on, Michael, you're not tricking anybody. We know. Probably his PR team wrote it. Probably fucking Nike wrote it. And someone just put. It Probably in his head. dad wrote it right before he you died. You know what I listened to? What the Schwarzenegger speech. Val Victoria Why? Speech. Why would you do that? I don't know. It's kind of fun. They play fun music in the back of it. So this is what he has to say. To be successful, you have to be selfish or else you never achieve. And once you get to your highest level, then you have to be unselfish, stay reachable, stay in touch, don't isolate. Yeah, but he didn't do that. I know. Yeah, yeah. He has say. a he has an <laughs> MJ awesome. on the gate to his house. I do I do agree with, I do agree with the first part of that with being selfish. Well, I agree with the whole thing, but you do have to be selfish. I know you notice the people that are Selfish up front. Yeah, most of the people I know who are successful are pretty nice. But he's not saying nice, he's saying selfish. Selfish is different from nice. You can be nice. I mean, when I think about that, like that quote, to me, not always, I feel like things are better, but it's this thing of like, I know it's your birthday, but I'm doing a set. You oh, know, well, that's I'll, not what I'm talking about. I, that's how I say, what are you thinking about when you I'm, feel selfish? I, I'm just more of like that you're going to fucking steal someone's joke, you're going to cut them off oh. career-wise, you're going to backstab them. Oh, I Machiavellian didn't shit. No, I didn't take um, it like that at all. Uh, selfish, I meant like, yeah, you know, don't go to dinner with your friends, do that thing. Like, you. No, I agree. I mean... I'm like, uh, I, I agree with that, but uh, no, for, I didn't mean. I, yeah, I didn't take that quote as a bad person. No, no, right. no. But the way you're seeing selfish with like the people that succeed, yeah, I would never want to do anything like that. Yeah, Wait, what do you say? I'm fucking people over. Fucking people over. I would never. Or like being an asshole while you're working to them. Like, there's a difference. There's a difference between asshole. Like strong, being strong, and then being an asshole. Yeah. Like I forget, like one guy. I was uh, one guy I knew who worked with um, Rosie O'Donnell. Or uh, which she goes, you know, like, uh, you know, if you if you're a strong woman in this business, you're a bitch. And he's like, 
yeah, to a point, but then you're just a bitch. He's yeah. like, he's like, yeah, you're right. This is sexist business. Besides, you have to stand up for yourself. But doing these four things you did, that's just a bitch move. It's actually like a really hard <laughs> yeah. um, think balance right now that I'm working on because right now, like a big thing with like the like besides like equal pay and all that shit is just not apologizing, like not saying sorry, saying what you mean, being assertive, like not worrying about those things. But then it's like. It's it's a weird balance of like figuring out when you're being a cunt and when right. you you should stand up for yourself and it's weird. Yeah. Well, I think it's a the, weird thing to find. The, the not apologizing out. thing is big because I agree with that wholeheartedly. Because if you look at the people who don't apologize, they like all right. Look at Louis. Louis had that SNL monologue, right? <clears throat> and people went nuts. And his thing that he does when that happens, when he has anything controversial, he doesn't respond at all, and then it goes away. Yeah. They t- <laughs> Nikki and Emmy said that I apologize. Uh, they're like, you apologize more than a woman. <laughs> like, it's really weird. Yeah. But the but there is it's one thing if you if you really are sorry for something, apologize for it. But if you're not, yeah. don't apologize for it. No, I don't think anyone should. No, be apologizing I, I apologize for too much. Yeah, but I'm saying you're not you're not in the public eye. You know? No, but I mean, my, just my life. Every day, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, n- none of us are in the public eye. No, I know. No, but I'm right. I Who's in the public? Well, what if we found out Tom was like a professional skier this whole time? <laughs> like he was he's actually he was like, oh my god, Tom's been famous the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't fucking know that. Tom Tom's a rodeo clown? What is he doing? Yeah, because I don't want to be a cunt, but there are some time, I'm just I wish I could think of an example fast enough where it's just like I don't care. I was actually at a show yesterday and I was like, I need to go up there like four more before you. I go, no, I'm going up. And Depends it was like on a the weird moment. It was weird for me. Like I I was just like, whoa, am I a monster? But I got up and I killed and then I got to leave. Well, I had a moment, like, dude. I, See, no, I, I agree I, with I, that. I had a moment. I was doing a gig on Saturday. Sometimes you have to be an ass. Like, and then I, this is what I apologize for, which I shouldn't have apologized for. But I was, I was getting, uh, you know, this guy I was doing a gig and uh, he was like, uh, hey, do you mind if we stop uh, at this place? And I'm like, yeah, we'll do what? And he's like, I got to talk to this guy about another show oh, on yes. the way home. It's like a half, it's just going to be like a half hour. And I'm like, no, I need to get home. I need to sleep before. Yeah, there's the show. nothing wrong with that. I'm sorry, you know. And then I was like, I'm sorry. And he goes, No, it's fine. And I'm like, Why did I say I'm sorry? Because you're trying to be nice and you feel yeah. bad, and you know it's. Well, this is the selfish thing that I took this quote as. Yeah. It's like, well, so, you know, sometimes you don't yeah. have to do those. You don't have, you to, do to, do have to apologize. Yeah. But I did have 100%. a moment recently where I was like annoyed with someone, and I wish I was ruder. But I wasn't. I, uh, <laughs> I was. I found. You know, I'm still reeling from something. I think I was really disrespected from a couple months ago, and uh, and someday. What was it? Can you talk about? Nah, it? No, I can't really talk about it because it's uh-huh. with a friend we all know. So but, ominous. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I get fucked with me for a while. Mm-hmm. Was it uh, me this morning? With no, was I get, putting super we password. We pretty on? much get our stuff out right was it in the me open. Playing super password on no, TV. It was just sad. You know, one of my um, <laughs> biggest issues. I have one friend, and we've been having like a really hard year. With our friendship, and what's so frustrating is every time we talk, she'll just start crying, and then I then have to be this compassionate person, and, and then it's like my feelings aren't even valid because I handle my emotions different. Yeah. And then it becomes just comforting her and how she's so upset. And then I'm oh, like, I had a friend. And then I'm like, wait, no, I'm still mad at what you did. You don't just get to cry your way out of this. And it's yeah. been very I'm, annoying. That's 100 valid. Issue. This is uh, it's interesting you bring that up because I have a friendship issue right now, like. Where there's a guy who I he's always calling me, talking to me about his problems, and I recommended him for a job, and I got him that job, and he just never followed up. 
And then he's like, hey, Which can is we hang up? up? And I'm like, dude, I got to say, I'm still pissed at you. You call me to bitch about your fucking problems, then I give you a solution. And then you fucking don't do shit. He goes, well, I don't want you to end our friendship. I'm like, I, I'm not. I love you. I just don't respect you anymore. And yeah. uh, that was harsh for I think that was wow. harsh. That's almost worse. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I love you, man, but I just don't really respect. That's like kind of, I didn't that's say like, it in that many words, uh, but I was like, I'm just disappointed in you. Well, and then he, what did I say? I'll read it. But that's and, when your parents say that. And then like, uh, yeah, I'm not I mean, mad. I'm just disappointed. Uh, I no, for, it's hard to be friends with someone you don't respect. For sure, it's just annoying. It's or a, I feel like you can't be honest with someone. That's like I think the basis of a good friendship. So if you can't be honest and you're not respecting someone, that is like really yeah. Well, he where do you go from there? Well, yeah, he started talking about all this shit, and then I'm like, it's always something, man. That's what I said. He's like, well, this is happening, and this is happening. I'm like, it's always something with you. And I said, I was like, I don't want any. I'm, I'm being, I, it's hard to really be sympathetic anymore when you reach out for a friend, and he doesn't do anything with it. You know, like, it was. No, like, you're right. You know, it's, you can't you know, do it anymore. Andy, you put your name on it when you recommend some. I just had a thing where I recommended someone, and it was like risky. He, he's annoying, but talented, I think. And like, I recommend him for something, and then he fucked it up, wrote crazy emails, flipped out, and it was just like, you're Whoa. out of my life. Yeah, man. I mean, this is the thing where he didn't follow up, and he's like, well, I will be doing it. I'm like, dude, you're fucking 32. Yeah. Stop is- it. You're yeah. not a baby anymore. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't be fucking... I was like, you got yourself here. You had more of an advantage than almost anyone it's I know. It's really an attitude problem more than anything. It's like, what energy are you putting out there? If you're constantly a bummer, yeah. that's what's going to get back to you. Like, you have to you have to do something. My dad, there's like a old, I don't know if it's like Russian or Jew. It's just like um, this guy every day would pray to God and be like, I just want to win the lottery. God, I need money. Yeah. Please, please, please. And finally, God's like, why don't you just go buy a lottery ticket? Yeah. I'm trying to help you buy the ticket. You know? <laughs> and it's this thing of like, you just want all these things, but you have to do the, you have to do certain steps yeah. you can't just you can't yeah you can't it doesn't just fall out of the sky no there's yeah. no like yeah i mean there's it's a matter no, some people just their their nature is to be inconsiderate like like um there was yeah. a thing a long time ago about and i agreed with it actually it was on that that dane uh-huh. cook show which is like which was that, remember that torgasm show and i remember yeah. uh i guess gary gullman who now we know because we work with him all the time and i love gary but Gary would be late a bunch, I guess, in the show, and they they made it like a scene in the show where they where him and Dane Cook talk about people being late. And I, people who are perpetually very late, I think that is a power play. I think that is a thing. Ten fifteen minutes is one thing. Dane giving him the wrong address just so they can have a good scene. That's in my head. That's a. I mean, I just I do I do Jay Davis's show a lot in L. A. And it's like. Like every he brings up, he like he does like a tells you a horrifying story about tourgasm, and he goes, "Next up, Dan Saint Germain," and I'm like, "Jesus!" On, on, on stage, I was like, I'm, I'm, "Oh, I'm sorry, am I doing comedy in the middle of your documentary?" Yeah, <laughs> like what? Ten, f- twelve years later. Yeah, I love Jay, but it, it's a little much. It's a little crazy sometimes. Wow, that's great. What's what's with that shit? What what happened? What's the late thing? Like what's no, going no, on? No, no, I'm just saying. Like I'm just saying in, um, this is years ago in the show. So is everyone? Now, like, so it's like a tour DVD type of thing. No, it was on HBO. Yeah, it was like a five-part, six-part oh, thing. Okay. But, but, but they brought it up on the show. My point is, I it's the same kind of thing of inconsideration. I think if you're late for something over and over and over again, like substantially well, late, I think and that not- happens a lot with with friends when they don't text you back. I get annoyed at that, like when they'll or they'll type like "okay" and you're like good friends with the person. Yeah, and you're like come on, maybe I'm needy too. But- I might have done that to you. 
Yeah, well, you, <laughs> you, you're justified, but there are other people. I'm thinking of somebody specifically who I've never really gone overboard. Well, with. my sister said this to me, and it's you know helped in certain situations where it's like whenever you feel resentment or anger or any of those emotions you don't really want to have, it's a lot of time because your, ex, um, your expectations are not meeting reality. Yeah. So you have to lower your expectations so you're not ha- – because you're creating the stress for yourself. Yeah. So if this person doesn't respond, you can't expect them to respond. Well, you can't do that with interpersonal relationships. You can do that with, with – things that you want in a life to a point like maybe it's not an entertainment business it's a luxury business but if you like need like hey i need a higher salary you know what i mean like i need better uh, medical benefits Shit like that you can you can do that with but oh yeah no i'm people. talking about like friends yeah. with the texting oh, yeah. like with- i have one friend she is always late now i just expect her to be late and i don't go on time and then i've been happy that's what i started having to do as well because i used to i used to I do the thing where you're like i'm gonna leave late and then you leave late and you get there basically around this on time <laughs> i get there a half an hour i mean you you know me, I'm always early. You're always early. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Except for that one time I was late and I freaked out. The Jesse Klein one on the show. <laughs> I couldn't deal with it. because I, mean, I, I had just given Sean shit for not being professional on something. <laughs> and then the next time I was like, nah, I was not on time. And you could tell he was like so comfortable and loved it. You know, <laughs> I came in and I was just like. Fuck. No, to be honest, I didn't. I wasn't upset at all. I was like, it's, right, fine. it's fine. Don't worry about it. it. Being on time is important. I like being on time. I just refuse to be on time for something that I know is not going to be on time. I'm yeah. not showing up to your show at eight o'clock. There's no fucking way. There's no. Because you won't start on time. That's no. the thing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going up fourth. No, I'm yeah. not. Oh no, absolutely. Those well, are the things. Do that. You have the way they go. I got spoiled. The show fast. starts at eight. Everybody show up at seven thirty. Nope. No. No thanks. No. Yeah. No, that's it's ridiculous. Unfortunately, we have to end because I have to sure. get out of here. Soon. We didn't really get in a. We should. We get the stories. Story. You want to do one dumb story? Yeah. What's the What's the thing? Where, what do you have tonight? Where I have going? to go to uh, Hand to God with my wife. Oh, I went. Yeah, it was good. It was great. Yeah, I can't wait to check it yeah, out. Yeah, my parents say it's great too. Yeah, yeah it's great. Check. I mean, yeah. it's funny and fucked up. Oh, really? It's funny, dirty, sad, scary, sexy. It's like great. Oh, nice. I want to check it out. <laughs> yeah. You sound like the person they talk to after the movie for the. <laughs> yeah. She went brick wall. Like, what was this for? Uh, like, Bob Saget uh, How to Lose a Guy to in 10 Days, for. actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah well, Which Bob- I, I, I love How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. One of my <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Never? I feel like all, I've heard they're great because we have a lot of mutual so friends good. that you have like hookup stories that'll rival mine. Oh, yeah. That's so funny. Um, I mean, the story that happened this year that's still like a great moment was yeah. I had a foursome with three people that were in the front row of a show at Caroline. Whoa! And that's a good one. Yeah. Was it two girls and a guy or two guys and a girl? It was a guy and two. It was a girl and two guys and then me. Oh, that's awesome. So wow. two girls, two guys. So how did, what did you do? You just said, what's fuck? So I walked on stage and this guy was like my type. I was like, I couldn't believe right. it. What I didn't know I like? had a type. I have a picture on my phone, but he's just like... Um, he was just sexy. I don't know what it was. Just cut this guy in like a wheelchair with an IV. <laughs> <laughs> he was just hot to me. And I walked on stage and I right away was like, I don't even know if I can perform right now. I'm like, I'm so distracted by how hot you are. I'm yeah, like, I yeah. know. And he was with a couple that were like holding hands. So I made fun of them. I made fun of him being the third wheel. Yeah. I had a great set. I was feeling great. And then I was just like, I'm going to wait for him. I'm like, I definitely, I should do You want to have sex tonight. And so I waited at Caroline. Then they came out and they're like, we'd love to hang out. I'm like, well, I'm going to go to Lily's. So why don't you meet me? there i'll see you there in a little bit so we went we had drinks whatever and then finally they were like hey just so you know it was like the two people that were holding hands they're like we're not a couple we're actually none of us are a couple his wife's coming tomorrow but we're all here just to fuck we don't even live here like one lived in la two lived in connecticut he's a professor at stanford and so like um he was just like we're just all doing molly at the hotel and fucking and we would love for you (laughs) they're like we would love for you to come and i was like okay great so then how was it 
I ran to Ken, McKenny DeForest was there too. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I thought you were going to ask if you should do it or not. But all I asked him was like, how do you go down on a girl? And then uh, <laughs> he, um, he gave me, I took a shot with Kenny. And then, I mean, me and this guy started making out like right in the car. Yeah, yeah. But we went, we did Molly, we did some coke. We like got some beers. But then they also were like professional sex party people. So there were just like they knew what leashes, they were doing. collars, dildo, yes, just like everything. It. It, was was it, was fun or no? it was the best. I like, we probably you like women. Like did you realize you like hours. women then or no? I would have needed it to be three people. I would definitely have another three. Like I would definitely do that, but I don't know if I'd need, I mean, I'd fuck Miley Cyrus. Like I would do anything she wanted, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, you actually go down on her or no? Yeah, we did a lot of weird things. Um, Whoa. And, and then we, well, this, the best part is like, we fucked until like, like a morning 730 zoo, in the morning and then at 8 15 in the morning I was in the Upper East Side babysitting a little Asian kid and so I was like straight from the foursome like to this just smelling like sex the mom was she knew something was I was wearing like a black dress with lace sleeves like it was definitely a nighttime outfit but um, what's good about four instead of three that I found is just like um, everyone's doing something everyone's doing something but you could also take a break just watch or like two and two can break apart or you can chill out (laughs) we like hung out and talked sometimes so it was like you can, there was just like lots of different options. I think it's not like it's tennis. <laughs> yeah, like, How does it got, uh, like yeah. one guy was giving like me a massage and then someone was getting fucked there. Or, like you're getting, like it was just. Well, it was uh, four people, so it was yeah. the same two people getting fucked. Yeah, so. Wow. So, and yeah. did you, now at the end of it, you're like, that was But a I don't good think experience. I'd be able to do it with, like Molly really definitely. Molly, yeah. yeah. Last time I did Molly, I did it. I was like lying to my ex-girlfriend about doing it and she went to bed and I just did it in the living room with her cat <laughs> and watched Flash. Did you fuck her cat? No. I, <laughs> I stroked the cat and while I watched uh, that fucking horror movie Cabin in the Woods. Oh. It's like the opposite oh. of a long I hated that movie and oh, everyone loved it. loved it and I feel like I have to try it again because no, everyone fun. I like, like I mean, it's like, like meta, like it. it's like a meta movie. So, you know what I mean? It's like if, you like, if you're on board for that, then you are and yeah. if you're not, you're... Like, you know, like, I, I, I think the same reason you hate that movie is if you hate, like, being John Malkovich or something, you know? No, I loved it. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe not. Maybe yeah. That's, that's crazy, though. About. The fact they had all, like, the accoutrement. Yeah, they very... had all this fun stuff. Yeah. They had all the lubes, condoms, and, uh, yeah, it was, like, super great. They were and the girl awesome. was 22, and, like, she looked like she would play Snow White in a porno. Like, she was, like, so cute. And then the other guy was, like, whatever. But yeah. it was a great experience. It was, like... The perfect. It's so funny. You knew because I had a th- when I had a threesome. I you know what the other girl was like. She only did it so she could fuck my girlfriend. <laughs> and like right, when, right. I, I talked about this on the podcast, but like right, like I fucked both of them. And then there was a moment where I'm like, "Hey, can you guys go down on me?" And then the girl goes, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> You know, like like I was helping her move, or like she was helping me move, or something. Like you can always tell. You're like, oh, okay, she's the fucking steak, and I'm. That's a that's a fucking great story. It was it was especially awesome. The audience the members were, from sex was good. Especially sex was great. I came so much, but it was also this thing of like, it was like a perfect. There was such like sex positive like fun people like because yeah. I walked uh, so I was at the Village Underground oh, I yeah. don't know if I but I caught two comics double teaming a girl in a booth and when I <laughs> walked in on that like the silent acknowledgement of everyone knowing <laughs> who that was so it was this thing of like I knew no one cared if the girl came I knew it was like disgusting that they do it all. it was just like not nah, this cool moment yeah. I wasn't like fuck yeah, everyone's having a good time. I was like, this is gross, yeah. you know? So it's well, this yeah, thing where I was like happy that it was, was like Was it the Sklar brothers and Josh Rabinowitz? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> well, that's an awesome story to end on. Uh, that was awesome. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's really cool. Uh, too hot. <laughs> too hot. <laughs> stay here for a while and be with this plant. Um, <laughs> it's like that too hot for TV video with the uh, fucking with Jerry Springer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just Tom, like sure. <laughs> well, that guy. You know, that's an old news, but like he got sodomized and all that. The Who? girl's gone Jerry? wild, guy. Oh. oh, he got, oh, he got raped in prison? Oh, so, no, no, no. So the Girls Gone Wild Show, whatever guy. whatever his name is. Yeah, what happened was someone snuck into his house with, like, a gun. Yeah. And told him that he had to fuck, um, blackmailed him. Like, told him he needed to fuck himself with a dildo. Whoa. With a gun to his head, and they videotaped it. And then they had this tape, and then he was blackmailed with this tape. Wow. Oh, that guy is so karma yeah. happened. And then he went to jail for, like, tax stuff and, like, would underage you? girls Jeez, and all that. Would you let somebody blackmail you with that yeah. tape, or would you just let it go out? Like, I would want to go out. I let it go Although, out. No, I didn't Especially want to go. Somebody had a gun on me. What is like if I don't have a wife or a girlfriend and there's just me going like, or like getting fucked? I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking about getting pegged myself. Yeah. Wait, what? Okay. What? I've never been pegged. I got a thumb up my ass when a girl was blowing me. I loved it. It was like the first time two weeks ago. Maybe I'd get some lube in there, try it out. Give it a shot. Well, are you going to butt plug? No, I don't think. I like being uh, more submissive. Um, but. Yeah, but I want to try it just because I think it's kind of hot to like. It's in right now. I just want to see what if I could do it. Yeah. What? Right, well. Wait, who's <laughs> your uh, who's your like fantasy celeb of who you? I don't know. Get I've never. I, I don't think I'm sexually into it. I just want to see if I could do it. Okay. Because I, I know the sensation of getting my prostate stimulated feels good. So I'm wondering if they amp. So it would up. you butt plug alone, or would you get someone to peg you? I would try. I don't know. Let me see. I, but then, like, I think of I, I think of it happening, and I think it's the funniest thing anyone. And you have to make watch. sure you enema yourself. Yeah. Oh, I found out the hard way. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, there's uh, actually right now. I watched a video a couple weeks ago, and it's yeah. just porn stars talking about like the grossest thing that's happened on set, yeah. and it's just like a lot of shit. But uh, just like <laughs> literally, literally a lot yeah, of shit, a yeah. lot of shit things. But Ooh, yeah. also, so if like a girl's on her period while they're doing a porn scene, she has to put like ma- a makeup wipe like a makeup sponge in there yeah to so that she could still work but then these girls forget about these makeup sponges and then it's like weeks later Oops. and everything just smells and uh, no one knows and it's always uh, <laughs> old wow all right oh. i can't take any more of that the old <laughs> the old secret shape the old <laughs> secret sponge catholic priest better. with the fucking uh, All right, so this is probably coming out February, right? February, yeah. Oh, Valentine's Day, my favorite holiday. <laughs> uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, I have an album. It's called Glitter Cheese, and uh, I'm Glitter Cheese on like Twitter and Instagram. That's it. Okay. Cool. Sean? And your website? No. Oh, I have to get website, one. Yeah, yeah you got to get that shit. Twitter. Whenever I have money enough to get a website, I'd rather just like buy Adele tickets. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just <laughs> never. Send a thousand bucks. <laughs> yeah, I just. Fortunately, get a good one. Dan, you got anything you want to pop? I don't know why I became your manager. All of a sudden. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, at the time this comes out, not safe with Nikki Glazers on Comedy Central. I'm also uh, co-hosting the uh, Not Safe podcast with Nikki, and uh, I, uh, I, you know, my my dumb friends is always my heart. Sean. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, and uh, I have a website. You can get my album there, and I have shorts on there, and and hopefully in the spring I'll be doing more dates on the road. And I. Um if this is like towards the end of February. I'll be in March. I'll be in, uh, I think Aurora, Illinois. I think, in Mar- and then I have a, a website. Peoria, Aurora. Aurora. Where are you playing? Uh, I, think, I think it's Wayne, Wayne's World uh, Comedy Shrine or something like that. It's like some okay. random. Club. Um, and then I also have an album come out. Uh, I have an album out called uh, uh, Manual Labor Face. It's on iTunes and Comedy Central Direct, which also 
Lisa, is yours, yours on both yeah. same things. Same record company. Tom, uh, find me on Twitter at TomDog. All right, All right Lisa, thank you so much. Uh, this is a lot of it's a blast. Yeah. yeah. Bye. That's great. Thank you for listening to the My Dumb Friends podcast. Here's where you can see our hosts performing live this week. Dan St. Germain is performing in and around Los Angeles, everywhere from the Hollywood Improv to Nerd Melt and beyond for particular show dates, times, and locations. Go to danstgermain.net and check out his schedule. Sean Donnelly is performing in and around New York City from the Comedy Cellar to Café Wa. For his show dates and times, go to seandonnellycomedy.com and check out his show's link. Thomas Attila Lewis, that's me, am performing in the 10 by 10 Upstreet Arts Festival this Saturday, the 13th of February, at Dottie's Coffee Lounge in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Yes, a comedy show in a coffee lounge in, P- in Pittsfield as part of a fe- festival. Go to discoverpittsfield.com for details. Please rate and review our show. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email to mydumbfriendspodcast at gmail.com so that we can include your message, your question, your praise and your complaints in an upcoming mailbag episode. Thank you, and have a great week. In slow motion, it was a beautiful commotion. They were hitting like hammers. For other cool comedy podcasts, go to allthingscomedy.com. Yes, we're a part of the All Things Comedy Network. We're one of many great comedy podcasts. That's allthingscomedy.com. Our opening and closing song is called Marry the Boxer by Phil Pickens. You can find out more about Phil at philpickens.com. So lift me up. Lift me up. Lift me up Lift me